Hi, I'm Liz Cully, and welcome back to Cool, Cool, Cool. Each week, I give you a glimpse into what I think is cool and chat with a ton of people that are definitely cool. No topic is off bounds unless, I guess, it's not cool. Welcome to Cool, Cool, Cool. You know I had to chat with my girl Allie again in person, in the studio, since she's so famous now with her new podcast. Um, I love Allie Colbert. We don't need a huge introduction here. You know her. You love her. I was like a little weird and off this day, so bear with me. But make sure you check out Allie on everything because um, I love her. It's actually, it's interesting. We talk about it during the podcast, but I feel like I've gotten to know Allie so well, it's almost like hard to interview her because all I want to do is talk shit about other people with her because that's what we do together. So there you go. Look how good you look on the screen. Do I? Yeah, this place looks so, okay. Yeah, you look great too. I look terrible. When am I coming on your show? I know, if you, you say one more asking. time that your team needs to reach out to me, can I just tell you one thing? My team? I never said that to you. I said they'll reach out to you. Here's the thing. I have had you on my show three times. Twice. They're, twice. That's more than most people. There's How many times have Jade gone on? Twice. The second time was on Breaking Down. They're cycling through people. So my know. team will reach out. My team. I'm just fucking with you now. I've never said my team. I said I add you, added you to a list. I'm not doing the booking anymore. That's so nice. Yeah, so sorry that I have a team. No, I'm happy for you that you have a team. <laughs> You've always had a team. No, Since I didn't. I self-produced for a year. You. Speaking of lesbians with eating disorders. Oh, nice segue. I have a great book for you. What is it? Milk Fed by Melissa Broder. Mm. And what is that about? It is about a- I'm like, hmm, I have a feeling I know what it might be about. Jewish lesbian with an eating disorder. Okay. Who meets this overweight, Jewish woman and starts having these feelings for her that like create this like explosive thing with both her relationship with food, her relationship with her sexuality. Ooh, that sounds lovely, actually. It's so good. I Milk like, fed. It made me think of like there was some sort of breastfeeding involved. It They do feed off of each other, kind of. Really? Like they suck each other's tits and also eat a lot. So it's sort of this primal sexual like Really, I don't know. There's like food involved. I don't know. I get it. I get. Do you like to like lick food off of people ever during sex? Um, I don't know that I have. I think I like one time got one of those like edible thongs. That like was, made out of like hard like candy? licorice or something that I think that was on someone once. I think I've I've only licked food off of someone if I'm dating them and like they have something the early stages of dating. And they have something here and then you like kind of lick it with your tongue. But I haven't involved food in the bedroom. I That's think. something that happens a lot when no. you're first starting you know, to date you know, if you're someone. Dating someone <laughs> if you're dating someone and they have like something on their lip, you're like, come here. No? Uh, yeah. I, I mean, do I I'm bring. I'm like, you got something on your face. You might want to wipe it off. Do I bring like, what do people lick off of each other? Chocolate syrup? Yeah. I, I've I, never I, done that. I don't want the calories. You're <laughs> <laughs> I, for me, it's just the eating food. I don't know if I'm like hungry when I'm having sex. Did I tell you about the horrible sex party that we went to by mistake and we didn't know we were at a sex party? Yeah. And it was. Yeah. 
Rachel. Oh yeah, that's right. Wait, but right, that right. was that wasn't a sex party. Yes, it turned into a sex party. No, but things that turn into sex parties aren't sex parties. Sex parties are sex parties. It's labeled that way. People come with the intention to fuck. If they, it turns into a sex party, it's just called a fun fucking party. No, they <laughs> the people that were hosting it. Yeah, they were having it to be a sex party. They are just, in my opinion, inexperienced because I agree. I've been to many a sex party and I knew from the jump yeah. it was a sex party. But I also thought it was very confusing because it was very obvious to me that they wanted it to be a sex party. Right. However, all they were serving was like cured meats and cheeses. That is fucking weird. <laughs> Which is unhinged that's because insane. that's not what I I don't want to eat anything like I want to almost be like a gay man and like do like 40 enemas and like not <laughs> eat you know what I mean Before totally I go to a sex party. when you have gone to historically so many sex parties oh my god those parties that you're referring to think the oh my god you said something like I've been to so many sex parties I have been to so many so sex the parties that you're going to are you participating? Are you watching? Are you going and like from in the corner? Like, what is your placement? Of the well, sex first party? of all, I have not attended one in about fifteen years. Okay, this so was my early twenties that I was just rip roaring. Where around. are these sex parties? They were either at someone's home or in a hotel. And are they like who's what's the vibe? There? Okay, well, the vibe. Picture it, mid two thousand, San Francisco. It was like a lot of Burning Man people, which is kind of a bummer. That's kind of gross for a sex party. Yeah, but they're like rich Burning Man people. Original Burning Man people are... You do talk like you're 65, just so you know. You're not. I think I am 65. You're like, let me take you back to the start I... of Burning Man. <laughs> well, it happened on Ocean Beach. <laughs> well, no, it's like a, it was this kind of like artsy, but tech scene. Right. San Francisco is... We talked about this. Uh -huh. Oh, sorry. San Fran. I almost died for you. I didn't know that was a thing. It's a hor It's a crazy thing. And I learned very quickly. I wasn't saying it out loud. I typed it out for shows. You came for me. I felt I didn't come for you. I, I tried to protect you. Said, you said, hey, you dumb fuck. I did not say You that. said something like, are you fucking kidding me? And then you linked an article. And then you were like, don't ever do that. You're humiliating we yourself. Are lit we are You're literally humiliating me. We're literally going to go back. <laughs> Through the thread. That has not happened. That did not happen. You sent me a whole article about it. Yeah, I said, I did. <laughs> I did link an article. You were like, and this is my source. Um, <laughs> Reddit. Yeah. Uh, no, I, San Francisco's one devoid of culture and a vibe right now. And that is somebody born and raised from there. And I'm going to say it. It is a weird vibe. Like yeah. Oakland, great vibe. East Bay, great vibe. San Francisco right now, please show me where the vibe went because it's not there. But yeah. These parties were like a lot here. The reason why I went to them is because I was really trying to explore like my queerness and I was still dating men, but I like clearly wanted to fuck women. And yeah. I'm like, oh, OK, these couples are like down to swap or down to like these women are hot and cool and like into it. Right. And I think I had stereotyped a lot of lesbians in San Francisco as like not my girlfriend. <laughs> 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 yeah exactly like not the kind of girl i wanted to fuck which is wrong and there's a spectrum why is that wrong because why is that wrong why can't you say anything these days oh brother why is that wrong i didn't want to fuck the girls in san francisco oh i can't say that give me a break <laughs> yeah, i mean you just did Go i on. mean i definitely don't want to fuck the girls and like well it depends Fine. there's always a gem somewhere 
So anyway, I would go to these if parties. If you squint your eyes. Oh my God. If you squint, if, 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 depending on how tired you are. But yeah. it was just a weird vibe. And these people were like in their 30s. I was in my early 20s. And so to answer your question. Yeah. Sometimes I would just watch. Mm-hmm. It's, it all depends on vibe. If I don't want to fucking a little buddy. pervert. I know. I'm like a little boy. I've gone boyer. to so many sex parties and just watched. <laughs> and really corner. wanted to explore my sexuality. So back when I was 20, I'd go to parties and watch. <laughs> I didn't want to fuck the girls. I just watched them fuck. And then a lot of the time, no, that was mostly if I didn't want to fuck anybody, I would just like kind of watch and then leave. And then a lot of the times I would just like find a hot chick and like go fu- like take her away because I never take wanted- her away. Where'd yeah, you- like go find a and what would you do with corner. her? Sex with her. How- and was your boyfriend in the room? Sometimes, but not all the time. He would kind of wander away. And what go was do- that? What was that queer doing? No, he's definitely sucking a queer. Off, sucking yeah, off guys in the corner. This is. Really? You and him split not, up? I have to- like, Let's go, I buddy. He's to, like, let's go, Liz. <laughs> I need to take control of this interview. It's gone off the fucking Richter scale Sorry, with you. Sorry, you told me- What? Because you think it's politically incorrect? What I'm saying? No, I don't think anything that you're saying is- imp- no, Am I getting guy, canceled? No. <laughs> oh, my God. I don't think you're getting canceled on this Fine, show. I'll let you lead maybe the way. On, maybe on your show. I have more questions, but I'll bite my tongue. Go on. He was kind of queer and up to no good, that yeah. guy. And then I broke up with him and then I would go to the parties alone. And that was way better. Wow. I like then that you from just... the name of a memoir. Queer and up to no good. <laughs> That's me. <laughs> I am queer and up to no good. Um, you are queer and up to no good. I don't know if I'm up to no good anymore. I'm up to good, I think. Just good. I'm the... up to like a mixed bag. You're deeply West Side. Like, hang, like when you hang out, when you go out. When I go, I don't go out. You just sat in this chair right here and told me that you only meet people out. Oh, I meet people out. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Well, then that means going out. I have historically met people out, and where and those out places have been in the on the west side, which is mostly like straight white girls. Um. No comment. I- <laughs> <laughs> straight white blonde girls that straight. you then you know seem to charm but what is the i yeah i, I went out i don't other- want to shy away from i don't i don't only like straight white blonde women if that was like all an accident an accident no it's like it wasn't like i went looking for that that just happened to me. That just fa- I'm a victim. Here's <laughs> I think of yeah, fair enough. You're I'm also well, I'm not a straight white blonde woman. I'm a queer blind white. You're blonde a white woman. blonde woman. That is also um, I guess attacking you in this moment. No, but I guess my point of this is that when what I is go your point? I, who knows? When I go out on the west side, yeah. it feels very collegiate. It feels like young, straight, a little broy. And I wouldn't think that for you. So like, where? where are you going out? Where? Like Santa Monica and Venice, specifically. Like, where? Mm, on the street. So I've never met someone on the street. Um, where do you meet I've people? I've met people at house parties. Oh, so we're at the house parties. I've met people at house parties in Venice and Malibu and not so much Santa Monica, maybe a little Santa Monica. I never really meet people on apps. I've met people from Instagram. What is it when, when these women slide into the DMs? Mm-hmm. What do they usually say? Or how do you know that it's like not just a fan, but maybe more than a fan? Or it well, could be. Well, I think you can both be a fan and want to fuck. So you're but out here fucking fu- fans. I'm not fucking fans. 
I'm not really fucking fans. I've only met a handful of people on Instagram. And what do they usually say to you? Um, So they don't like one. They'll say something like, oh, I thought I just saw you at da 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 da. Was that you? On the Santa Monica Promenade? Like, I thought I just saw you at like, no, they'll be like, I had a girl message me being like, I thought I saw you at Round Swamp in Bridgehampton. Was that you? And I was like, you know, it's not me. I just posted that I'm in LA. But that to me feels like, like, why are you messaging me that you thought you saw me? We're not friends. Uh, Yeah, but but do you you respond? Well, I'll, listen, I'll go. I haven't been in. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but you out here like. "Mm." Listen, when you go through a breakup, you heal in the DMs. I I was look I was would look through who would message me and I would go to their profile and if I thought they were cute I would reply. But sometimes people just write me nice things about my comedy and I'll also reply. I see mo- I see a lot of my DMs. I had a girl once message me, one of the girls that I was talking to you about, a video. Oh my god, you're a part of this. What? Wait, Why? I, wait because oh my god, I forgot to tell you this. Great. Well, welcome to Cool, Cool, Cool. Tell me on Cool, Cool, Cool. So when you came on my podcast, we talked about two things that were notable that I got a lot of responses for. Really? One was I I was telling you about all of the reasons why I like women and how I want to treat a woman. And I was like, I want to like take her out. I want to do this. And I want to like take her home. Like I was being like kind of like, you know, like like dominant. And I was being like pretty assertive in in that clip with you. Okay. And you were like, well, why don't you want to do that to me? (laughs) I said that? Something you're like, well, I'm hot. Do that to me. Something you said. We were were bantering. Okay. That clip, I got a lot of messages from that clip. Great. And um, nobody followed me from that clip. Why not? Why not me? I was in the driver's seat of that clip. And we were talking about whether or not scissoring is a thing. Oh. And someone, a girl messaged me, her and her friend, a video of them, clothes on, on oh. their couch. <laughs> I was like, 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 like fake scissoring, a video being like, is this scissoring? And they were both like models. So I obviously watched. Why doesn't, and I had a show for many years called Scissoring Isn't a Thing. <laughs> you know what never happened to me? That. Why? <laughs> Two models. What the why didn't anybody send me softcore porn? So that video. Homemade. That homemade. That Sandra Lee semi-homemade. Remember that show on the cooking channel? Of course. Yeah. She married like the governor of New York. She could for her. Yeah. Um, so that that was something that happened. But what we were talking about before with the straight women thing is. And again, I'm pretty sober right now from straight women because I found them to be quite toxic. Well, right. Yeah. But I had to learn. I, people learn in their own time. What was the most toxic thing that was consistent that you felt? The most toxic thing about dating a straight woman as a gay woman that's consistent is the inconsistency. It's expect nothing. They're so confused and they're so mixed up and they're not out for a reason. And just like attaching myself to that train, let go or be dragged. Like they'll just drag you through everything, which is kind of fun if you have like time to kill and like, you know, hope you hope that you can just kill off, but it can be quite painful if you really like them. Yeah, it's interesting. I was thinking about this one chick that I when I first like moved to L.A. Actually, I was I was the first night I was ever out with Sarni. Wait, were you on the West Side last night with Sarni? No. OK, I was too tired. Well, I was OK. Supposed cause she to. said she would text me. And then I was like, <sighs> I'm I, I didn't even 
I'm you know she's gonna throw this up on her story. Sarni Rogers. Hi Sarni. Hi Sarnala. If I don't get a birthday post next year on your fucking Instagram story, because you wish everyone a happy birthday on that story. He sure does. That's all. It's. That's I mean, it's I'm become. sorry. It's a birthday Instagram page. Um, <laughs> but uh, Sarni and I, we were out for like our first time hanging out, and we had gone to Sunset Marquee for dinner, and then we went to. Mikey Rosenthal's birthday party, Jen Atkins' husband, who's a doll. Mm -hmm. And I literally motorboated Christina Hendricks from fucking Mad Men. That's fun. You know, like the redhead. That's and really then fun. I made out with this girl. I think her name was Kristen. She was so hot. I like got her number. We were like making out on the dance floor. Sarni was like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, and I was in the most like feminine, insane outfit. Like it was pretty great. But I wow. got her number. Can we hang out? Sure. <laughs> um, and we started to talk and I really like liked her. She worked in fashion. She was like super hot. We like would hook up and hang out. Yeah. But you're right. Like I knew she wasn't because I was like, oh, are you like buying out? And right. Like, whatever. And she's like, no, 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 no. I'm like my boyfriend and I like broke up and like did. And I she I'm, said that. Yeah. But I got caught up where that was completely not true. She was totally like. I don't, I think one foot out the door with her boyfriend, but probably one foot in. And yeah. then one night she texted me and she's like, hey, are you around? And I got so excited because I hadn't heard from her for a while. And I was like, yeah, totally. And I went to go meet her at the Hudson, which I think was, has been closed since you've lived right, here. I don't know what it is. Yeah. Anyone listening that's like old school, school LA, the Hudson was like, it was a, kind of like our most West Side hangout in West Hollywood. Okay. And I went there and I met her and it was her and her boyfriend. No. And without even like asking me or anything, she's like, I thought it would be so fun if we all went home together tonight. And I'm like, dude, what the fuck? And I got really, really upset and like stormed out. And she texted me later and asked, you know, why are you upset? I don't understand. It's not like you and I were a thing. And I was like, yeah, but it just feels like. Of course you were not. It doesn't even matter if you were a thing. You were engaging in something between the two of you. Yeah, it just felt so shitty. Yeah, that's a terrible feeling. And I can't stomach that. I can't stomach. <sighs> There's so many things. Like, it's hard to not attach then how they move around with their sexuality. Like, making it about me. Like, they're her someone girl's straightness isn't about me. But if you're hooking up with a girl who's straight and they don't choose you, that can feel bad. But yeah. it's not about me. I know. Well, that's what I was. Yeah. I mean, listen, that's why a lot of queer women will tell other queer women, like, be careful with the straight women. I know. Because it feels like a dead end. Like Glennon Doyle and fucking Abby, whatever her name, Wombach or yeah. whatever, yeah. made it seem like, you know, we all, everything will happen and you'll get a podcast and like you'll be best friends with like her Chelsea sister. Handler and whatever. And like, you know, it'll be great. And like. You have a blended family and you get to go to like the, you know, U.S. soccer games. But like, that's not actually what happens. What happens is you like fall in love with these straight women. You like fuck them for a while and then they inevitably stay with their husband, stay with their husband. Yeah. And I don't think Glennon Doyle is a straight woman. No, she's not. But so I'm saying when they met, she was. Right. And, and look, anyone who has grown up closeted and had like a romance with a straight girl, to me, that was like, this has been... A tr this has been a traumatic pattern for me of like wanting the validation from the straight girl who never gave it to me and like going after that fantasy loop and it won't heal me at all. And feeling like in some ways, if you win over the straight girl, it's like better than just being with 
a secure gay girl because you like really won. Yeah, you real you 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 like so you're so valuable that someone will change their programming. It's bullshit. It's not going to help my trauma at all. I just have to accept the fact that I've been wounded. Can you tell I live in Venice? No, but it feels like you've been doing some great work in therapy. My therapist is amazing. I'm obsessed with her. I really, I really needed her. I love this. I know. What is the difference, though, outside of the obvious when you're dating somebody who's even like newly queer or like somebody who's like queer, queer? Or have you even been in a long term relationship with someone who's been queer for a long time or out? rather? Mm, my the first girl I seriously dated had had girlfriends in the past, mm -hmm. even though when I met her, she had a boyfriend. But she had long term relationships with women and she like modeled for me like queer and showed me queer things that I like didn't know about. Like just like little things. Like Ani DeFranco. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, just like queer stuff that I was just like not a but part of when I was young. Like what? I don't know. Just like her even her even having queer friends. Yeah. I, I didn't have any. I didn't know. I, I don't know. It was like 2012. I don't know. I didn't yeah. know anyone gay. Anyone, I didn't know anything. Gay people didn't exist in They didn't exist. So. I just didn't. I didn't certainly didn't have friends in high school and college that were lesbians. There would be like one bisexual girl that had a boyfriend or something. Me neither. I you had know? gay guy friends, but not really a lot of lesbians. I think I was intimidated by it. And also I was don't like Ani DeFranco. I don't know. So who I was is. like, you don't know who Ani DeFranco is? No. No, that's not true. <laughs> I'm sorry. I thought I could stomach it if you just referenced it once, but it's the second time you've referenced it and I don't know who that is. Can you tell I've been dating non-queer women? Yeah, I can. Who's who is that? Ani DeFranco is a it's like DeFranco a, now? It was DeFranco a minute ago. I think it's DeFranco. Listen, this oh man, I'm gonna get raked over the coals because I'm gonna say something wrong and Rachel's gonna be like, you are a ding ding. Let me guess, it's a musician. Yes, but like a very famous, like nine, I mean, very popular in the 90s, kind of like embodied, you know, women's lib, if you will. Got it. I and I listen. don't like, I think you could skip. I mean, you should listen to it, but you could also skip it if you wanted but to. At least I know what. Tracy Chapman. I mean, I do know that. NASCAR. I could play that on guitar. <laughs> I swing hard in the other direction. What? Uh, do you like just kind of play the guitar sometimes? I play the guitar every day. Every day? Yeah. What kind of songs are you playing on the guitar other than Tracy, Tracy Chapman? Chapman? I'll play anything on the guitar. I find it's a good way to unwind. I'm serious. Just, I just like smoke a little dube and like tickle literally the Literally every night I'll smoke the a joint and play guitar. To yourself? Yeah. My dog. The plants. I what just about, like playing do you guitar. Like to, do you play it in front of other people? Like if you're dating someone, we'd be like, hold on a second. And then just kind of like play a little... Like a little I, song while like dinner's getting ready. I don't like ken them, ken doll them, where I like play at them. Mm. But if you are dating me and are sharing a space with me, I'm sure you'll hear me play guitar. I don't. I don't. What's like, like hang your my hat What's on like your favorite? What's your favorite song to play on the guitar? What's my favorite song to play on the guitar? I lately I've been playing um like Freebird. I can't play Freebird. Is that electric guitar? I don't know. I can't do that. I've been playing like, like Ed Sheeran lately. <laughs> And like, um, I've been playing like Ed Sheeran and like, who's that guy that sings that song about <clears throat> slot? Uh, fucking, it's very popular. He's doing SNL. Noah, Stick Season. I played that. What's that? I don't know. It's like straight things, I guess. God. Wow. I'm playing Annie DeFranco. 
I, you know, indigo girls. You asked, you said, what's the difference between dating someone who's like super queer and like newly queer? If I date someone that's newly queer, my fear is that they haven't dated enough. Sure. And they'll just leave me. And like, so how do you measure newly queer? How long should someone be queer on the streets before you commit to them? On the streets. On the streets being queer. Mm, you know, that's a good <laughs> question. Because for me, when I met my now wife, I was like out for all intents and purposes, but I wasn't out to my parents. Okay. But did, had you had girlfriends before? Yeah. Kind of. What about that mm, girl? Yeah. I did have girlfriends before. But were they long-term serious <clears throat> no. girlfriends? No, they weren't. They were like, what, six-monthers? Yeah. Exclusive? Yeah. Uh, the one I had dated before Rachel was like six months and she was, I, th I thought we were exclusive. <laughs> <laughs> but we're not. And oh, by the way, she's still fucking around town. Okay. And you know what? She fucks a lot of straight girls still. Yeah, I, I see her pain. So, so Rachel was the first woman that you dated that you like brought home to your parents. Yes. I, I respect that model. I mean, why would you bring them home if you're not serious about them? No. You don't need to bring home the drive throughs And I barely brought guys home. Because yeah. I obviously wasn't that serious about them. I think I brought two guys home ever. Got it. And one of them was the queer one up to no good. Yeah. And then who's oof. he now like literally trades Bitcoin and lives in Thailand from the last I heard of him. Okay. Is that bad? Mm, it's just different. A little. <laughs> <laughs> it's definitely off the grid. Yeah. Um, and then the other guy went too hard in the paint. He was just like, what uh my intentions with your daughter and i was like whoa 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 i'm just out here trying to fuck you whoa do you know what i mean like he was like way too into me and I was i'm just like, out here trying to fuck you introducing you to my dad <laughs> i know but then i also kind of wanted them to think that i like was straight was straight <laughs> so well, yeah wouldn't it be nice though if you brought a woman home and the woman it's amazing a woman could get away with saying that to your parents in a much more kind of admirable way but it would feel a little put on for a guy to do it wouldn't it if Rachel was like, I love your daughter so much and I, I really want to make her happy? Yeah, I guess you're right. You know, I was like, I feel like women get to be, women sometimes get to be more masculine than men can be because when we're being masculine, it's less threatening. Like you could be more aggressive. Depends on the audience. Because oh. if you asked my neighbor who <laughs> blows, if <laughs> we're masculine and scary, he'd be like, they're scary. I mean, it just depends. But, but lesbians? I, I, He's like so threatened and scared. Come on, of us. Mark Marin. No, it's not no, Mark Marin, who I still haven't met. I'm sorry. He was in New York, so maybe that's why. It's all right. I see him. I I walk on the streets, and I'm. He always has his gate open, which really bothers me. I always want to go and just click it close. Close it, because he has a cat. Oh, okay. He really loves his cat. cat. He has a catio. What's that? It's a patio for cats. That's it's like a weird. little enclosed catio. Huh. He's super into his cats. Good for him. I know. Whatever. Um, bless his heart. So, yeah, I hear what you're saying, though. That's like an interesting observation that when, you know, women say things that are earnest and true, it seems less trite than when a guy does it. Yeah. Because I guess we're not really conditioned to believe when men are vulnerable. Yeah. And also it's like. Like right. they have an ulterior motive. Yeah. It feels performative or something. Look at us with these words. Feels like we like read at the source. Is that a big word? I don't know. We sounded <laughs> smart for a couple of seconds. <laughs> then, we, then we fucked it up. Um, are you now having been through what you've been through over the last couple of years in terms of like your comedy is 
becoming mature. Like you feel like you're really coming into your own in your comedy. You've got this big fancy podcast on Spotify that apparently you've got to cycle through some guests to get to me on. Are you going to be more careful about how you talk about your relationship than before? Because I was really public about my relationship and then we broke up? Yeah. Is that the question? That You're like, is your comedy mature and will you post your next girlfriend? <laughs> <laughs> no, but I mean, you, you know, your ex was like on your podcast a lot. Like, will you make that mistake again? <laughs> you uh, are putting words in my mouth. No, that I know. I'm not I loved having Julian on the podcast. I thought it was really fun. I liked it too. I thought it was great and she's great and everything was it great. It was super fun. I, I don't I don't know that I'll do that again though. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I never really like shared so much of someone I was dating on social media. But again, it's not like I'm, you know, I don't have, I'm not Olivia Rodrigo with 30 million followers. I have 100,000 followers. It's not, I don't feel so exposed. I don't think people care so much. It's really just if I care and I don't know that I want to, Unless I'm like with this person forever, I don't know that I'm going to be showing them or like. And also, anytime I bring someone I'm dating, I'm going to bring someone I'm dating on like a podcast. Why? I'm the one that's funny. True. I'm, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm kidding a little bit, but I, I just I don't know that I'll do that again. I might I might just keep it to myself. But who knows? I mean, I think it's it's hard. I mean, Rachel would never in her life come on a podcast. She would never. I mean, she gets so upset. I kind of keep it to close friends and like uh -huh. her twiddling about the house. She like lets me get away with some things and other things. She's like, I'm going to fucking really, like get that down. But she's just private and wants nothing to do with it. You know what I mean? So there's that. that. Other people like have like careers where like if you're working like a corporate job, like, then you're not. You mean like me? You, but like, <laughs> but like, this is like baked into your, like. No, everybody, know, they wouldn't, everybody knows this, this comes with the package. You, you know? know, but like, if you're dating a psychiatrist or a therapist, or if you're dating someone else who has like a completely separate public persona, like, this is not a great brand to mix with. Like, I'm kind of like shooting off. Yeah. Like. You know, Julian was like freelance in the wellness space. No one cares what she's saying. <laughs> like, it's not threatening her job security by like coming on my show and talking about getting fingered. No. Is that what you guys did? I don't know what we talked about. We talked about like, yeah, we talked <laughs> about like hooking up and yeah, like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fair enough. Sex okay. and, you know. Really got that. You really just pronounced the finger. Finger the for finger. comedic effect. You're shooting off. You mean like your career? No, my mouth. Oh, I'm like, but you are shooting off, shooting off into the sky. You're no, I'm not. That's why not? Just in social media. I'm stagnant. Would you want now that you've like lived in L.A. for a while, you've been by coastal, you've been like shooting off. Isn't that the shooting off my mouth? Running off, running your mouth, running my mouth, Meh. shooting, shooting from off. the hip. No, that's like straight you shoot shooter. From the hip. You run from the mouth. You take off. I don't know. You're taking off. I don't feel like I'm taking off, but. Would you want to be famous? Like really famous? Like you mentioned Olivia Rodrigo, 31 million followers. That's crazy. That's like teeny bop shit. Yeah. But I mean, just like substantially famous. Now that you've been here for a while. Yeah. And like you've been going back and forth. What's your like vibe on fame? Well, I want to make a lot of money. So okay. it's hard to imagine making a lot of money and being really successful as like a comedian, a writer, what, what are, like actor, if you're not having famous, if you don't have fame associated with that. So that's my There's way of saying. There's a lot. I mean, yeah. some of the richest people in town, you wouldn't know. 
who they are they're producing or they're writing. But I'm not trying to produce. You just want to be the face. I want to like make things that I get to like star in and like I do stand up. So performing and selling more tickets. I mean, people would know who I am. But okay, so but the fame part of it. Like I, I'm never going to be that level of famous. That's crazy. That's not true. Why I mean, not? Because stand-ups don't no the fame most famous stand-up in the world is not as famous as Ariana Grande. <laughs> no one cares about comedy to the extent that people care about music. Because music is is without But you a, play the guitar. Yeah, but you play Ed Sheeran. Exactly. But music is just so obviously better than comedy. The worst piece of music is better than the best piece of comedy. That's just how the human brain is with with music. There it's just easier to listen to. That it creates it, you have a response in your soul. It it can give you an emotion. Well, it's so different. Ariana Grande does not elicit a a response in my soul. But music does. Yes. It you does. don't hear like a bit and like takes you back to your first love. Like it's just not the same part of the human experience. Okay. All right. Fine, fine, fine. Who is the most famous comedian in the world? I mean, right now, who are some of the biggest comedians in the world? Matt Reif. I mean, oh yeah, Matt Chris Reif. Rock, Dave Chappelle, Amy Schumer, Sebastian Maniscalco, like people that are selling tickets and they're selling is out Amy arenas. Schumer selling tickets right now? I don't know if Amy Schumer's on tour, but in terms of the biggest comedians, female comedian, I mean, Chelsea Handler. She's, well, listen, she's one of the biggest comedians. But when I think about who's the biggest female comedian, I think about Amy Schumer. I think about, does Chelsea Handler as big as Amy Schumer? Probably. I, sitting here, would argue that Chelsea Handler is bigger than Amy Schumer. But Chelsea Handler did, doesn't sell out like Madison Square Garden. She's not touring like that. Amy Schumer is. Oh, really? Maybe it's Chelsea just Handler, pre- does she tour like that? I don't yeah, she so. just toured like crazy town. In every I, town. I, I, the reason I say Amy Schumer is because... She I, also is like has a TV show, has done major films that she's starred in. So maybe Chelsea that, Handler? Amy Schumer. Amy Schumer. I mean, Amy Schumer was the first woman to sell out Madison Square Garden. Crazy. 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 Nate Bergazzi, who years ago was at... I don't know how many years ago. was just like headlining clubs and things like that. Started selling out so many tickets, moving so many tickets that he hosted SNL a few weeks ago. Crazy. Crazy. That's insane. I mean, do you know about Matt Reif? What happened with him? I just know somebody said something like the Matt Reif effect. I and mean, I don't know what that means. Was like, that you? I was watching you and somebody said that on your show. I don't know. But like Matt Reif, like 16 months ago, has like 200,000 followers on TikTok. Now he has almost 10 million followers. I don't know how many he has. Probably 10, 12, something like that. He sold out so he sold out a world tour in like less than 24 hours. He sold out Radio City Music Hall five times over. He's made upwards of $10 million because his videos have gone viral on TikTok. So he moves tickets like that. That is, he is funny? fucking insane. But is he funny? Yeah, he's funny. He's just, you, you know, you don't, he's funny. I'm friends with him, so I can't say how I really feel. No, he's funny. Well, because when, when you say when you say like his videos have gone viral He's on TikTok. He's incredibly good looking. I'm sorry. I have to include it. It's totally a part of it. He has a huge, that's a rabid huge part. That's a female whole... fan base that absolutely Got adores it. him. He's that... gorgeous. He looks like a model. OK. And package a package deal, because sometimes comedians very funny, not so attractive. Doesn't sometimes go... all the time. Comedians <laughs> are hideous. No, no, they're not. Yeah. You're they... hot. For a comedian. No, you're not. You're hot for a person. No, it's not true. I would not make it in another industry. 
it's comedians. We've like fish. It's going like this. You so play the guitar. Shut the fuck. You're <laughs> funny. You have a podcast. You're bagging fucking Venice chicks. Like what? What at a house party? Like, like what, get what? At, get out of here. I'm, but it's like I'm just standing on. I'm just standing on charm. I'm not hot or rich enough to be getting the girls I get. I have enough charm that it bumps me up. But the that's not true. I'm positive. I'm, I'm Oprah. Look under your chair. <laughs> I'm like, ooh, Ozempic. Um, no, uh, I uh, uh, disagree with you, but that's fine. But I think I listen. I don't think comedians are the hottest. Shit. Would you ever date an other queer female comedian? Mm, no, because they're so ugly. No, I. <laughs> no, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. Because I don't want to do the thing where it's my bit, it's your bit, it's my bit. I want to have my own thing that I'm good at. That's my purpose. That's distinct from yours. I want someone I can. I mean, never say never. But do you steal any pillow talk going on, where any of the people that you're hooking up with, they're dating you, take any of their jokes? I was just talking in this room a few days ago about a very famous comedian that stole my joke no fucking way who and also what say. do you mean your joke you don't want to stand up you said something and they thought of something no i said a joke yeah, and that person that. took that joke and said it on late night television and i was like what the fuck they didn't take your joke Liz. yes they did you're not saying stand-up bits in conversation That's yes a i total am because civilian i'm, thing I'm to adjacent say. i'm adjacent also who's to say what but what you have to be a comedian Wait, to say have the name funny things no, I'm not saying it. Will you tell me after? Yeah. Uh, you, you. No, I don't know. You could totally. Yeah. If, if a girl I date says something funny, I'll, I'll go. Oh, that's a great bit. But it's fine for you to take her bit because she's it's not, not her, a stand-up comedian. It's not her bit. She works in HR. It's not her bit. It's my bit. Damn, she, you're dating the no, HR no. lady? No, no. I'm just joking. But like, <laughs> but like, they're not going to use it on stage. Yeah, but I could use things on on somewhere. So what's your issue? What's happening for you? No, I <laughs> I don't have an Rachel's issue. taking your bits and using them in her sessions? No, I take everything she says and I so use it all the not? time. So why not? I take from everyone. That's called being alive. I walk around all day. I take, put it in my bag. That's mine now. Next time I'm on TikTok scrolling, it's you just twiddling the guitar, Ani DeFranco. Yeah, some. literally. <laughs> this is what I do now. What? Play the guitar, Ani Franco? Yeah. I, I'm i like really holding back. Like I'm trying so hard not to steamroll because at the start you told me I was letting the interview go off the road. Please steamroll. That's how we do. It doesn't I'm matter if drive. I'm on your show. No, you don't you dare. That's what I've been doing for 30 minutes. But every time I have something to say, I go, shut the fuck up. Don't do that. Why would you do that? Because you told me at the start, I have to get this back on the reels. I have to interview you. No, and because I, I just didn't want to talk well. about sex parties the whole time. Oh, okay. Got it. You want to talk about sex parties? I, I mean, listen, it's your show. Oh, God. Every time you do this, I swear. What do you mean every time I do this? She says, it's your show. You said I, that the last time you were on my show. You think? No, that's not true. I think. I think last time we did the show over Zoom. I know. Isn't it better being in person? So much better. Are you happy to see me? Yes. I'm so happy to see you. I am. Ask I'm, me all the questions you want to ask me. I don't, I can't read. Really, the moment is gone. But if you, uh, if you start me off with something else, I'll come into something. All right. You, from this point forward, you're allowed to say whatever. I want you to feel free. I want you to... Think thank you outside so the realm. Please, I don't want to. I don't want to confine you. Thank you. God. Thank you. Thank you. Um, have you been to any good comedy shows recently? This is why I should speak when I have something to say. I'm just have kidding. I been to good comedy shows? Is that a serious question? No, I wasn't. I was oh, just okay. kidding. Um, you were serious. 
You make me laugh, though. That's the problem. Because the problem is I've noticed when I interview people that I adore mm-hmm. like you, mm-hmm. I just want to talk shit the whole time. Uh, I know. I know. It's so hard for me not to talk shit with you because I'm like, oh, my God. I have a talk shit to me face. <laughs> you do not have a talk shit to me face. Really? I feel like my energy like invites shit talking. And I'm trying to put it down. It's a bad habit. I actually think I have that same vibe. Or maybe I'm just a big shit talker. I don't know. You and I, when we get together, we shit talk everyone. No one is safe. No one is safe. No. Really, no one. Did they talk about us? We did. (laughs) If people wonder what you and I text about, it's It's all of them. It's everyone. (laughs) We just send each other stories. That's I know, it. But and it, we don't need to say a word. We don't <laughs> typically say a word. That's why it's hard. I'm sitting here with you right now, and I'm like, oh my god, should I we know. just talk all the shit that we Ugh. normally talk? Ugh. What do you think is the worst thing that's happening on TikTok right now? The worst thing that's happening on TikTok right now? Yeah. Okay. This isn't the worst thing, but this is something that's been shocking me, and I don't know how I ended up in this algorithm. I see a lot of men mm. um, with f- cooking food outside. And they like will slap down a piece of meat and then like slap the meat. And they like, have you seen men like aggressively handling raw produce? And like, I don't know why I'm getting turned on. <laughs> You're getting turned on by it. Like a little bit. So they're like throwing a ribeye down and then slapping it, it with their hand. I don't know why. That seems incredibly like I'm pulse- unsafe. I'm pulsing right now. <laughs> this, is, this is the difference between you I and I. Hear the guy's recording. He hates this. I Literally, I'm thinking to myself, well, what if they miss? What if they put their hand on the grill? Then you've got to go to the fucking emergency room. You're over here like, I'm about to come. I love how close it is to danger. I love that. Do you like to be choked? I don't like to be choked. I have to say, it is easier to choke a girl in bed if you don't like her. (laughs) (laughs) I will just say this for the record. I don't like to be choked, but I would be fucking terrified to choke someone. Really? Just don't do it hard. Well, who knows? You can you watch feel it on TV and they're like, grip. harder, harder. And then it's like, what TV show just, is that? What TV show is that fucking porn? I think it's on <laughs> fourtube.com. You know when you watch porn. TV and the girl's getting choked and she goes harder, harder. Oh yeah, I love that show. <laughs> 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 oh yeah. <laughs> na, 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 na. Harder, harder, Chandler. <laughs> Well, I also, it's just like your throat. It's like delicate. I know. Actually, no, I don't think it, I don't like to choke anyone. Okay, so that's the, it sounds like that's the best thing that's happening on TikTok. I asked you what the worst thing that's happening on TikTok. I don't know. I'm not in like, I'm not in an algorithm of things I hate. Then the algorithm would be broken. My algorithm doesn't make any sense. Well, first of all, I'm, I'm brand new, fresh on there. You are? Yeah, I wasn't really on TikTok. And now I'm on there. Welcome. Eh, I'm pretty late. And what do you, what's the worst thing you're seeing? Ooh, lots of these videos where they're like, I'm a lesbian. Like these girls like walking <laughs> in the video and they're like, I'm a lesbian. I drive a Subaru. Oh and then they'll my- like look to camera. They'll be like, I'm a lesbian. I don't eat cheese or like something. And I'm like, what the fuck? Who would ever record this? Or it's like, I'm a rich mom. I li- or I'm a rich aunt. I hate that trend. What the fuck? They're like, we're Jewish moms. Yes. We feed you and we da 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 da. I'm like. I hate this trend. It's so gross to watch. I what hate would, it. Which one would you do if you had to? I guess a lesbian one. No, I'd be like, I'm a depressive. <laughs> I'd yeah. have to make it funny. Yeah. I don't, I can't. I, it, any earnest trend like that, it's like, and also it's not funny enough to do. So it's like, 
what are you, it's not so, the observation isn't so brilliant. It's not so funny that I can't help but laugh. So you're just kind of cruising at mediocre. Mm, I feel like it's bad. That's sort of like what every, I feel like TikTok is cruising at mediocre. Well, that's everyone on every platform. Fair enough. Like be interesting, you guys. Or, or just be so meat. fucking Slap funny. fucking me. Slaps, turn me on, make me laugh, or point out something I haven't noticed. I don't need to see everything else that's a fucking iteration of da-da-da, copy-paste, copy-paste, copy-paste. You're not that hot. You're not that interesting. You're not that funny. Fucking clip this. Every troll is going to be on my comments. Well, shut the fuck up, five head. Five head? Yeah, the people make fun of my head's forehead. What about it? It's beautiful. You don't have a fucking blemish, wrinkle, they say it's freckle. Big. Oh, for crying out loud. That's what I you get You know what you of. should do? Next time some people talk shit to you on in fucking no, comments. No, you should do. You know what you should do? You, fucking you take message me. You message me or you at, at me and I'll really go for it. You know what's been happening to me on Instagram, speaking of algorithms? TikTok, I'm too new. My algorithm is nothing because it's like the people, I only follow 100 people. It's yeah. like you. Yeah. And Emma Wilman and like Taylor Strucker. I'm like, and fucking... Amanda Hirsch. It's like all of my friends that I'm just like, okay, I'm either on your shit. It's like whatever. Yeah. Instagram, some this is my fault because I think I was looking at too many Miami swim week videos. Oh God. <laughs> I get all of this <laughs> shit fed to me where it looks like body positive women, but actually they're on OnlyFans. <laughs> <laughs> Like last night, it was like this girl. And I was like, wow, that's really cool that that girl like is in Florida in a bikini and like, oh. And then I'm like, hmm, looks like she's constantly running with in a bikini. <laughs> oh, and then she's constantly. And then I like look and it's like OnlyFans. And then I go to her OnlyFans and it's just like porn. Did you subscribe? I did not. I don't subscribe to anybody. Have, you've never. I've never, ever sub put my information into OnlyFans. Neither have I. I've got some friends. Would you ever do anything on OnlyFans? Would I ever do anything? <laughs> like, would you have an OnlyFans? Yeah, I would do anything. I would do anything on OnlyFans. <laughs> Stupid. Would what you would I do on OnlyFans? And how much is it? Yeah, well, what would you do? Are you on OnlyFans? No. Why do you say it like that? I'm obviously not a whore. Oh my God. <laughs> not everybody's a whore. I actually. Then what are you? I'm into OnlyFans. I'm not saying it's bad, but if someone's paying to look at your tits, you're a whore. But what about all the people that look at my I'm, tits and that I've paid me? I'm kidding. But are you a whore if you're on OnlyFans? Or you're a classy lady? I'm not on OnlyFans. Not you, but are you a whore if you're on OnlyFans? I don't think so. You don't think they're whores? I don't. What are they then? I think they're entrepreneurs. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, by the way, I'm saying these things, but like, I'll flip on my opinion. I don't mean what I'm saying. I, I know. You're now going to get me canceled by proxy. All Why the am I going to get you canceled? I'm kidding. But, I but listen, I have a friend that's on OnlyFans. Obviously, I jokingly call her a whore, but she makes like $10,000 a month. And I've seen her, what she posts on OnlyFans. Nothing. It's nothing. It's like her in a t-shirt without a bra. Like, it's really not a lot. I know. So this one chick that I saw that was like, I'm on the riverboat in Florida in my thing. And I was like, huh? And then I went to her OnlyFans and I was like, I bet this chick is making coins. Coins. I know. Coins. My friend Leah McSweeney mm -hmm. from The Real Housewives just eh, went on OnlyFans. Eh, 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 remember my thing with Leah on Hinge? Oh, yeah. Didn't you guys talk on Hinge? We talked on Hinge and I was like, 
shocked that we she was on there for women. And Leah, I was like, Leah dabbles. And she was like, you're such a hottie. Like, you're so something, something. And I was like, can we hang out? This was maybe like five years ago. And then she was like, yeah, but you're so young, but you're so fucking funny. And I was like, all right, let's just go out. And she was like, but I have kids. Is that okay with you? I was like, I don't give a fuck. I'm trying to Not only you. like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're like, and mommy. Then, <laughs> and then she unmatched me. Oh. She flip flops like you do about your opinion about women being whores on only man. She flip flops on women. So she's like in it, not in it. You know, she's That's has probably a boyfriend. Why I was drawn to her. It was why you were drawn to her. Yeah, I was like, you're not sure about this, right? Marry me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want real intimacy. I want your confusion every day. Um, yeah, OnlyFans. Wow. I mean, look, you can make a lot of money on there. That's where would I'm you like, do one without the face? Yeah, but isn't that my hair? I really have nice hair. That's like one of my only nice attributes. I don't really think my body is really going to fucking bring in droves of money. Why? What type of body do you need? Like a toned one. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think that's, I don't think, no, I I think anybody. I think anybody. I think all, I think there's a place to love all bodies. But I, um, I actually don't have an issue with the idea of like posting stuff if my face weren't in it, but it's, well, I do actually, because I'm not doing it. But it would be the idea that then people would associate me with OnlyFans. And I think it would actually then, I don't know. I think you lose, I think some employers would be like, that's not, you don't have integrity. I think There's a reason why. No, I think it's tricky. Listen, I think like I go on Instagram and obviously, unfortunately, I'm spending too much time on Miami Swim Week. Mm-hmm. But like. It's borderline porn. Half of Instagram. Yeah, it is. You know what I mean? I'm like, oh my God. I know. Like, what is even the difference? You know what I mean? Like, Jesus. Like, so I understand why some women are like, I'm just going to go on OnlyFans and charge more. Because I'm like, you might as well. If I were posting stuff like that, then yeah, throw it behind a paywall. Why not? Yeah. It doesn't make sense to not. I just, I don't even post stuff like that. I've never... That blows my mind. Like, I've never loved myself enough to, to showcase my body like no, that. No, never. I mean, you're that happy with yourself? Like, look at me. I don't feel that way. I just, and also, that's a lot to feel that way. That's, like, intimidating to be so, like, an- wake up. Another day in this body. <laughs> just the thrill. I just can't even believe people who wear crop. I mean, I'm still on, like, crop tops. I'm like, <laughs> wow. You And then, hold on, we'll take it a step further. Could you imagine being a person in a crop top and sitting down and mm. taking a photo or sitting down and being with people? I like, I, I mean, for me, even as I get older, I'm just like, I don't even wear bikinis anymore. I'm like out here, old lady in a one piece. I'm like, like half okay. in the water, half not just because I'm like, well, you can't see. It's all blurry no. down here. First of all, Liz, you're gorgeous. Okay. So stop. Tell me again. Funny, but you're just gorgeous. Kidding. So like, shut up. I, you're, but do you know what I mean? But but I can't imagine. Yeah, I hear what you're saying. For me, I'm like, how could I have my personality in a crop top? Just me walking around, shooting off, but me mouthing off in a crop top. Just like, it doesn't. That's hot. I don't have a vibe like. (laughs) What do you think about like the comedian? Because I do see some comedians who dress really, really sexy. Female comedians who dress really, really sexy when they do comedy. Who are you thinking of? Let me guess. Yeah. And what do you think about that? Um, See, I, this is the problem. We can't even have a show. Maybe we should have an OnlyFans where all we do is talk shit behind I, a paywall. I think she looks amazing. 
I think she looked amazing. And I think. But do you think women can be like sexy, like in their outfits? Because like even Anna. DeFranco? <laughs> it's Anna. I think her name's Anna. It's, it's Leah McSweeney's friend who I desperately want to get on my Royceman? podcast. No, not Anna Roisman. I don't know. Okay. There's another chick. Okay. I think her name's Anna. Okay. Long story long, but she's like very sexy. And I'm like, God, I don't really see that that often. Like, because no one has ever hired a stylist ever who has done a comedy special. I don't understand why uh, uh, female comedians go to just Liz. wear the strangest things on camera. I'm like, Liz, it has to stop right now. It's so embarrassing. The jackets, the <laughs> sneaker wedges. The skinny jeans. This Amy is, Schumer is rich, the most as fuck, and I don't dresses insane. It's like almost like it's like they try to dress as quirky and weird as humanly possible in a stand-up comedy special. Why? 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 I why, can't why? even think about. I don't remember what Amy was wearing, and let's not clip this because Amy does follow me on Instagram and has only been good to me. I can't make any comments on Amy. I love her, and I love her. Please book me. But I think that some women, no, like most women female comedians are not, I don't know, I feel bad that I'm self-conscious now of the fact that like we're two women sitting here talking about how female comedians dress bad. But I agree with you. Why? I'm not, I'm clearly, you just said to me four minutes, five minutes ago, I'm not a comedian. So I'll say it right now. Call me. I will fucking style you or I will introduce you to any stylist. I just don't get it. I don't get it either. I really don't get it. And I've actually had the same thought about how they look particularly bad in their specials. And it's not, they're, Plenty of them are good looking for real. It's actually just the outfit. And I think men, and I wonder if I'm not, I wonder if men look bad in their specials and I'm just not holding them to the same standard because they're men. I really, because I think men actually are also disgusting in their specials with their t-shirts that are unflattering and their shoes that are unflattering and their disgusting jackets. They never look good, but we know men don't look good. They never look good. I'm so never what are you going to wear? And I want to be in the front row of your comedy special. Yeah, I know. I wonder why that is. Why are they not hiring a stylist? I don't understand. I am begging, begging the female comedians because I actually don't care about the men. It's not, I'm sure they look like shit too. I only clearly care about women. I'm just kidding. But I really do in terms of the fashion. It's just tragic. I know. And it's not fair. And it feels like it's on purpose. Yeah, I agree with you. It's so bad. So what are we wearing to your comedy special? I will come. I'll have a stylist. Trust me. I know you will. That's why I love you. I mean, there's no fucking chance I would have a special and not have a stylist. Trust me. Why would I? It just seems insane. Also, don't waste the opportunity to like look your best. And get styled. And get styled. If you're having HBO special, what are you doing? It's crazy. It's to wild. Me. You're just pulling that out of your closet. I think people Here's are. the other thing, though. It's like when women, and I felt this, like if you look. I wonder if the audience feels, I don't know. I don't know how sexist I'm being or how how right this is or wrong this is. I just wonder if people have a harder time getting on board if you look like a really hot woman on stage. I would imagine they do. No, that's what I, that's why I was trying to ask you about women. Is it an women. intentional play? That, that's what I don't understand. And it must I, be. Listen, you're in, you're in comedy. Mm-hmm. I am not. Mm-hmm. I feel like it appears to be very much like a boys club. Mm-hmm. So I can't imagine all the shit that goes along with it. It's also being very vulnerable. You're typically talking about all the traumas you went through and all, you know, whatever. Yeah. But I just don't understand why women can't be sexy and funny. 
it's like somehow you're not allowed to be both. Right. But you are both. That's so nice of you. Thank you. You're welcome. I, I wonder if on, st I don't feel sexy when I go on stage though. I feel sexy when I'm funny and when I kill, but I don't go on stage like visually looking at myself thinking like I feel sexy. Being funny and kill, not in like a poor me way, but like being funny and like doing that well makes me feel hot, makes me feel attractive. And I think, I, I wonder, like, I remember when I first started going on stage, like I really wanted to wear like, this was like when I was like 18. I like really wanted to wear like very plain, like I would not wear like jewelry. I wouldn't wear, I wanted to wear plain t-shirts, like nothing to call attention to anything other than the fact that like of what I'm saying. And like, even if I wear like a really tight shirt on stage, I'm always aware of the fact that like my boobs are out and like people will be looking at my boobs. And then I feel like I need to make a comment on it. Like, I feel like I need to say hmm. something so that it's like anything in comedy. If you go on stage with a club foot and you don't acknowledge the fact that you have a club foot, that you're doing yourself a disservice because the audience sees it and you're not calling it out. Whatever like it is, club the club foot. I, I can't believe you're equating your very hot breasts and a club foot. But I, I, I'm, making, I'm, I'm making a, an analogy that purposefully blowing up something because I think as a comedian, your job is to name everything that the audience is clocking so that you feel they understand that you're in control. I'm not missing anything that's happening in this room. Right. So, no, my tits aren't a club foot. But that's to say if there's something clear out there and you guys are seeing it, I'm going to call it out first. Right. You're not in on something I'm not a part of. Huh. I would think. What does that look on your face? Well, you're just getting so riled up. Well, I, it's an interesting thing to talk about. I wonder, like, what would happen if I went on stage in a crop top and, and a tiny little skirt and thigh-high boots. And I was like, you guys, I'm a lesbian. Or what if I just kept my own voice? And I was like, I'm a fucking, I'm a daddy <laughs> in that outfit. How would I be received? Would they laugh in the same way? Sometimes I notice women, depending on what you wear, they won't laugh as easily. And I have to look at them and I'm like, you can laugh at me. I know that society's conditioned you not to laugh because they, you don't want to help me out. And I shouldn't help you out. But we're, let's laugh. Let's enjoy it. And then they go, huh? Wow. Yeah. Women don't want to laugh at hot women. They don't want to. They're like, they, they're like, fuck your fuck you. Really? I don't I haven't thought about it in a while. But I huh. sometimes think, yeah, I think if there's a group of girls. And you go on stage and you're like another cute girl. That they're like, what do you have to say? Yeah, I can see that. Well, because we're conditioned to like only, you know, there's only bread for one person. Right. right? And then I'm like, I'm gay. I'm not going to steal your husband. You're like, but I am going to fuck like, you. But I will fuck your sister. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. I'm laughing and you're pretty. See, it's fine. <laughs> we hook up. Yeah, I hear you. I mean, I don't know. It's tricky. I'm going to dress really slutty in my show tonight and we'll see what happens. Do you I, dress me? Let's do a social experiment. I would love we'll to. We'll take photos be, and we'll post it. Yeah. It just, it really irks me that the female comedians look so fucking like weird in their comedy specials. I want better for them. See, I'm a woman wanting to look at a hot woman and laugh. And you're gay. <laughs> and I'm gay. Allie Colbert, it's always a dream to have you on my show. Thank you so much. I'm sorry that I intimidated you into not asking me anything. Please don't apologize at the end of the interview. Please don't do that. I'm, a, <laughs> I'm just a woman here in front of a woman. I'm just a woman that needs to sit your parents down and say, I'm going to take good care of this. Yeah. You know what? Would you? <laughs> they don't love me anyway. 
If you want to watch the full episode of Allie and I, head over to my Patreon, follow her on TikTok and Instagram, go harass her and tell her that she has to have me on her show since she's so famous and has bookers now. And um, watch if she comes to a city near you, make sure you go and then go up to her and be like, I love Liz and see what she says. Bye.